Baby, it's the boss for me. It's the gone for me. I don't know what made you think that you could try me. Well, good evening, guys, and welcome back to the Madness of Mishi, where talking to you is therapy for me. Don't have much to say. You know, I usually just jump right in. But I am learning to do my segments in pieces now because I will have things that are on my mind and my heart and I will forget to write it down and do it in a uniformed way so that I can bring you quality in my podcast or quality topics because I don't have the equipment yet to make it as good as I want it to be but I definitely have that on the roster to get and it's on my list of things to buy because I do want to make my podcast um, pop. I don't know if I'm going to do any more YouTube videos. I think I might make this be the year of my podcast and just try to grow my podcast to see what I can do with it. Um, some platforms are better for people than others. And this might be better for me than others. I'm not sure. I'm going to see. going to give it a whirl and try it out and see how it goes. Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. My Steelers were not in the Super Bowl, and you know, I was a little bit disappointed about that. No, I was a lot of bit disappointed. Let me not even front um, about them not being in the Super Bowl. But sometimes there are things that we cannot control, and I cannot control my team is doing the least when they should be doing the absolute most. Can't control that. At least the Pats weren't in it. I'm glad for that. Yay! Um... I went to a Super Bowl party. Super Bowl party was at one of my friend's house, uh, who happens to be the same person that I had nervous feelings about uh, dealing with when I became part of an event planning team. However, she's a great person. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that she's not. She's a really good person. I didn't think anything negative about her, but I just didn't know how I would feel knowing that she had dealt with somebody who had broken my heart in a million pieces that I had dealt with for so many years on and off. But it's been fine. Like I said before, it's no issues. Um, We were at her significant other's place. He's a nice person. Um, We had a nice, you know, little small intimate party. And I enjoyed myself. She's a really nice person, and I dig hanging out with her. That's just a great person. Sometimes we have to take the time to get to know people instead of just being, I guess, angry at them about things that are beyond their control or jealous about something or feeling animosity about something when you haven't gotten the full story. And I definitely got the full story. And... I have the full story. Um, it wasn't anything. So, like, nothing worth writing home to mama about, rather. So, like, you know, I was being paranoid probably for nothing. So, but I'm also very guarded because of being hurt by friends and people who I wanted to be in a relationship with in the past. One of the guys that um, recently, you know, 
showed his ass on me, actually tried to make me jealous with her by going on her page and just showing out on her pro on her status saying all this stuff i just want to make you smile just different stuff and i'm not going to talk about that anymore because i really really don't want to because i'm just annoyed by that whole thing i'm gonna see if i can pull up the poem i wrote and see if i'm able to read that poem to you guys at the same time i'm recording this i may or may not be able to um this is a poem that i wrote regarding him it just came to my mind him and someone else that was dealing with it just came to my mind and it was something that i wanted to just get off my chest and i've been writing more poetry lately I have. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. And I have been um, feeling more artistic about certain things. So I've been writing, you know, my poetry. Um, bringing it up now to see if I can recite it for you guys. If I stutter, if I stumble, that's normal. You know, things like that happen. Because I don't know the point by heart. I didn't memorize the point. You know, I just wrote it. It's called Miss Miss. You think you're so clever. However, you could never. You used, abused, and I refused. The audacity to try me. It shows how right I was to say you didn't give a fuck about me because it's true. You had the nerve to get indignant. You're so damn ignorant. Not just because you're belligerent. It's also because you were too dumb to see the dope-ass woman that you had in me. You are a fake and you know it. You ain't got the heart of a real poet. You had me really fucking thinking. I had done something to you until your words started stinking. Reeking of your rotten lies. Running that bullshit while looking in my eyes. You knew all along that there was another. And you were head over heels with another. Writing those jumbled, scrambled barrage of words. Complaining that you're never heard. When those fallacies you spit wasn't really worth shit if we want to speak the truth about you you're a manipulator a narcissist and a low life too then to be a thief of my money and my time you ain't deserve a second and you didn't deserve a dime i gotta address the user whose words were laced with honey who ghosted me after acting real funny even after i told your ass not to worry about that little money you're fine, but not fine enough to have me continuously hitting you up to see if you're really trash as fuck. And of course you are, so it's just my damn love. I'm so sick of y'all fucking me over, but my heart is gold. It's gotten old. Now I'm just cold. If you don't know the value in a woman like me, stay clueless because it's not worth trying to get you, get the blind to see. It's gonna come a day when you say, that you really fucked up and let the one get away. And that's that poem in a nutshell, you guys. Like, some things come to my mind and it's therapeutic for me to write. It's therapeutic for me to talk to you guys on this podcast. So, I really vent a lot. And I might not have a lot of listeners now. But there's going to be somebody that can relate to me and that can identify with the things that I'm talking about. And it'll catch on. Um, I really don't. I, I don't care if I'm on video. 
um, or not, but I prefer to talk because I just like, you know, I feel more comfortable when I'm not under a microscope of a camera lens. Even though I'm not shy when it comes to speaking and things like that, I just feel more comfortable when I'm not under the camera lens. And I just feel like I'm more expressive. And like I said, I'm not in therapy right now. I would like to be, but I don't have the courage for that. So that's why I'm not. And this is like therapy for me. Even though nobody can talk back to me and speak to me about what's happening, I can talk to you guys and express to you how I feel. So, you know, that's very comforting in that sense. And I definitely appreciate you guys to coming back and listening to me and giving me a chance to express myself. Very appreciative. And another thing I noticed is that people do a lot of capping. You do a lot of capping. And that's not even a word I use a lot, but I'm going to use it in this instance. Trying to get the attention of somebody who's not paying you any attention, but you're dissing other people. You look so stupid when you do that. I just want to let you know that. You do all that capping to get the attention of somebody else who's paying you no attention to end up being unfriended or blocked. And I'm just petty enough to be laughing at your ass about that. I really am. This shit is funny. Or you did all that capping and you got to turn around and watch it be with somebody else. And be friends with me. Isn't that hilarious? That's hilarious to me. That is so funny. It is. And like I said, karma has a way of coming back around and hitting people when they deserve it. And it's when you least expect it and in the ways you least expect it. You think I expected karma to come back and hit y'all like this? I sure didn't, but I'm glad it did. That's what your ass get. That's what you get. I'm a genuine person. I'm an honest person. I'm a loving person. I'm coming from a genuine place. You are not. So you get what you give. I'm always going to come from a genuine place. I am. I was honest from the gate. Listen, we have this person in common. This person broke my heart in pieces. I didn't know how to act, react. I didn't know what to expect. So I'm going to just be honest and tell you, you know, I didn't know how to react because I just felt away. And then when <clears throat> I'm ta- we're in a car riding together and they called you, I felt away because I was like, wow, you never went out of your way for me. I noticed that people treat people so differently depending on the, the, the what they'll allow. I see it all the time and it just it it baffles me, boggles me, it bothers me. But the, I'm not here to talk about that sad ass shit today. That's not what I'm, I'm I'm here to talk about. I'm just laughing at y'all cappers. That's what y'all fucking get. You get what you give. But as far as the Super Bowl party, it was great. No, no instances. I was supposed to have a date to the Super Bowl party myself. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I feel a way that the date didn't happen. The person I was supposed to be my date said that they felt like they were coming down with COVID. They weren't sure. They were having some symptoms. 
a family member was taking them to an emergency room to get checked out. My antenna went up, red flags went up, and my trust issues kicked in as well because I really honestly, and sad to say this because I do like him, I don't believe him. I'm just being 100% transparent and real here. And I've never been one to bite my tongue and pretend. I don't trust it and I don't believe him. When he is saying that he felt like he had these symptoms and you go to the emergency room and you have none of them. And yes, you can have symptoms and still test negative. Yes, I know that. You can have COVID and still test negative and be feeling symptoms. Yes, I know that. I'm a well aware. I'm well aware. I had COVID. And I had the same symptoms that he's saying he had, but I tested positive. Again, I've gone back. Of course, I tested negative. It didn't last long for me at all. I quarantined 14 days. I did everything I was supposed to be doing. But I just find it convenient how it was on the day that we were supposed to have our first public outing. And that Valentine's Day is coming up. And you're going to be retested right before Valentine's Day. So I just feel it segueing into I couldn't get tested in time. So I still am going to be quarantined because I don't know if I have it. Oops, I'm sorry. We're not going to be able to spend Valentine's Day together as planned. That is how I feel. He'd probably be disappointed and disheartened to know that I feel this way. But I have to be honest about my feelings at all times. And I'm not going to say I don't feel a certain way when I know I do. I have been let down so many times and it feeds into my trust issues. It taps into my insecurities when I'm supposed to be doing something with somebody and they can't make it all of a sudden. It just makes me always feel like there is something more to it. And every time I have the gut instinct that there is something more to it, it always is something more to it than what meets the eye and then what's being expressed verbally. Sometimes you get tired of being hurt the same way over and over. I probably sound really unsympathetic. I sound selfish. Because this person could actually have COVID and then not just be showing up and they don't feel well. I sound like a complete bitch right now. I do. But I can't help but to not ignore my gut instincts because ignoring them in the past has bitten me in my ass. So I just feel like not acknowledging that my gut instincts are telling me that things aren't up, you know, on the up and up. Ignoring my intuition that things aren't exactly as they are being said. I said, I promised myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore. That it wasn't the wisest thing to do and it isn't. So I'm just going to have to see how this situation plays out. I am because I have people that are like close to me that are like I was rooting for him I was like I was rooting for him too I'm not gonna exactly count him out but right now 
I'm not exactly trusting of him right now. It's been too many incidents in my past that I've ignored signs, I've ignored red flags, I've ignored my intuition, and I've gotten my heart broken in a million pieces. And I'm not willing or wanting to go back down that, that route. And now I'm not saying that he is going to do that, but I have my trust issues. And if you know and you're well aware of what the things I've been through and that I have these trust issues, if you're not being truthful and you're lying to me, then you're shitting on me just like everyone else did that gave me the trust issues. And that's fucked up. It is fucked up. And I don't want to think that he's not being truthful and not being honest with me. I hope that he is. I pray that he is. Because if I see otherwise or I think otherwise, I'm not going to be as lenient and forgiving as I was in the past. And that's just keeping it real. I I have a lot to lose. And this is my heart my emotions and everything and it to me that's a lot to lose because i've lost before and i've been losing for a while now when it comes to love and relationships i've been losing for a while and i want to finally be on a winning end the joyous end the content and the the secure end of things when it comes to dating and relationships that's where i want to be and that's what i'm aiming for I really am. And if I feel that anybody is a threat to that at this point in time, they're not going to be able to stick around. I'm not going to be forgiving if I find out you're lying about something. I'm just not. Like, I've had enough. And like I said, I'm not willing to throw the towel in. I'm not ready to throw the towel in. I'm not ready to just throw out these accusations and say oh he's lying he made it up because he didn't want to go because he was nervous he was feeling pressured or anything of that sort however i just don't believe it right now and that's just real i don't believe it i hope i'm wrong i i would love for someone to prove me wrong and the last person i was dealing with i said if you feel like I'm wrong about you, prove it to me. And they never did. They proved me right. I want somebody to do the opposite of the negative feelings that I have. I want someone to do just the exact opposite. To give me some sense of security. To restore my faith in people. But I don't know right now. I'm just waiting to see. talk about you guys are probably going to hear different backgrounds and different sounds because I'm doing this in different times <laughs> and different spaces I'm in my car right now but another thing I, I try to talk about things as I remember them and I'm not where I can actually put it in my memo in my phone so I said I'll just go ahead and report it I don't know why we are so afraid of therapy I don't know why we're so afraid of therapy. Like right now, I can't afford therapy, as I think I stated before. But 
I will do other things that I know are therapeutic that can help me work through some of these issues that I have. I'm in groups on Facebook where we talk about different things. We talk about traumas. We talk about uh, narcissists that have been in our lives. We talk about getting over hurts and healing. We talk about everything. And, and therapy is talking things out. Of course, a therapist can give you advice of how to better cope with things and handle things. And, but it is good to feel like you're not out here in this world alone experiencing this alone or having experienced this alone that you're not the only one. And of course, I'm not saying that I want somebody else to feel the same hurts and pains that I felt from other people because I definitely don't. Because I, it, it's like I wouldn't even wish this on my worst enemy, and that's real, to, to the kind of pain I've experienced and felt. However, it just feels good to know that somebody else knows what you're going through because sometimes your friends haven't been through that and they don't know. Your family hasn't been through that and they don't know or your family is judgmental or you know you don't want to be judged. But you know somebody that has been through it and has experienced it, and they can talk about it. They can share what they've done to get over it. They can share how they're coping. You know, there are different ways to seek out therapy, but, you know, a lot of men, namely black men, like to keep things inside, act like they didn't happen or act like they're fine with it when they're really not. And it comes out in full force the moment that they're in a relationship or try to be in a relationship. They don't handle things properly. And they wonder why people hold grudges against them, won't forgive them for things, and are not understanding of them. What would make... I'm just going to give you an example. And I said I wasn't going to talk about this anymore after this podcast. And I mean it. What would make you think that when you come to your senses, and you realize that you hurt somebody on purpose for no reason who was just trying to be good to you, that they're going to want to speak to you. What would make you think that they don't deserve an apology? Because that's what they typically do. They acknowledge that they've hurt someone to their therapist, whoever, but they don't. The therapist will tell them to make amends to people, but they don't ever make those amends. They skip that whole part. Sometimes saying I'm sorry is important. The person may light your ass up because you deserve it. The person may block you. The person may curse you out, which is the same as lighting them up. Well, you know, it depends on what they say. The person may break down and cry even. But at least you made amends for the things that you did. You're not over here walking around like you didn't do anything to anybody and you didn't fuck somebody over when you know you did I mean, what would make you think that you could talk to one of my good friends and on top of talking, trying to talk to them and being turned down, that I would ever want to speak to you after that? Because I never want to speak to him again, and that's on everything. There is nothing that he and I have to say to each other. That is embarrassing. That is humiliating. That is hurtful. To do that to somebody who didn't deserve it, it's fucked up. What makes you? What would make you think that that person doesn't deserve an apology? And, and, and if you had the audacity to come back and try to be their friend, what would make you think they want to be your friend? Because I, 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 not only would I never want to, I would accept his apology, but he's not gonna give it. I'm not in the fantasy land. However, I would never want to be friends with him. Like I could, I don't. 
you can't trust somebody when they put a knife like that into your back. On a friendship level, on an acquaintance level, on a dating level especially, you can never trust somebody like that again. If you would stoop that low, what else will you do? And you might come back and say, oh, I'm sorry for that. I was fucked up for that. I was just being spiteful. It doesn't matter. If you would stoop to the level of being that spiteful where you would hurt me and embarrass me and I didn't deserve it, I don't have anything else to really, we don't have anything else to really talk about, really, honestly. And there is definitely going to come a time where you're going to be like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have handled that shit like that. That comes with growth and maturity, which you lack. You should have definitely not handled yourself like that. And if you had any friends, I could be a spiteful bitch and go after your friends. Because best believe, your friends can talk all the shit in the world they want. They don't like McDonald's, they don't like this and that, they'll fuck me if they want to. And that's what you did. And men don't like for women when their friends fuck somebody that they fucked before. Unless they're running a train. But I wouldn't do that shit because guess what? I'm mature. And I've grown. And I would never do anything like that in the first place. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I'm well past that level. I wouldn't do no fuck shit like that. And I definitely wouldn't be on someone's profile that someone I used to deal with is close to and trying to holler at them out of spite. That's some fucked up shit. And then you wonder why the person was telling you that you're a fucked up individual. You wonder why. That's why. Like, if you were trying to say that I was wrong about you, you just proved me 100% right. Like, you weren't, you definitely didn't give a fuck about proving me wrong about anything because, yeah, you, you didn't. You just solidified my point that you're a shady motherfucker. And it's like, I don't see how people are comfortable being shady as, shady as fuck. How are you, how are you comfortable with that? You comfortable doing that in the name of spite, but it's like now, not only do I see you're shady, but the person who you were trying to use to get to me, they know you're shady too. And they don't want to fuck with you. You think they want to fuck with you? Listen, I choose my friends wisely. I know which ones to keep close, and I know which ones should be kept in the distance. So if that's someone that's kept close, then they have the same values and morals that I do. And they think like me. So you trying to talk to them? never ever going to work it was never going to work but you tried it you tried it gotta give you some props for trying it it failed miserably but you tried boy I tell you and people like that love to tell you judging me or I'm judged no you're not people can see through your bullshit and some people can see it faster than others some people you know they saw it faster than I did I wish I had seen it I would have never gave you an opportunity you would have never graced a foot you would have never stepped a door a foot in my home I'm so glad I saved my home so all your evil vibes can go out staging is important guys just remember that if you know that somebody evil has been in your home and y'all don't deal save your place save your space save your space don't don't let that person come in there with their negative energy and and that negative energy still lingers don't don't do it i don't have any negative energy in my home that i'm aware of because i saved i cleansed it i prayed you know i talked to my ancestors 
and um, I'm okay right now. I'm okay. Let me make this. I don't know why people drive through parking lots like this. I'm trying to make sure I maneuver through this parking lot before I even hit stop on this because I need to. Another thing that we uh, talked about today in one of my Facebook groups that I'm a moderator in, and I was so glad this subject was actually breached because I tried to do Talk To Me Thursdays, every Thursday, where I put a post up and let people know that we're in a judgment-free zone. If you have anything that you want to talk about that's bothering you, that you could do it on this post and nobody there is going to judge you. If anybody decided they were going to judge somebody, I was going to delete comments. And that was going to be that. I'm not discussing it with anybody. Except, of course, my other admins. And, you know, I tell them, listen, this post is about positivity. This person, you know, is on this post. And they are making fun of somebody who is just trying to open up a vent. I believe that everyone should have an outlet. So I make a post in there every Thursday about, you know, there being an outlet. Well, today someone made a post and it was counterproductive. The post that they made was, and this is not true by any means, well, not true for every black woman, I would say, or every woman. He was referring to black women because he specified that. That we are not supportive of them when it comes to their issues mentally. That we are not willing to be their sounding boards and they're not and we're not willing to be their counselors that telling them and telling them to go seek therapy is a negative thing listen when i say that the person i was last dealing with needs to seek therapy i hope i'm not coming across because this person has upset me as i am just saying that to be spiteful because i'm really not and that's a in all honesty I put that on my daughter, that I'm not saying that to be spiteful in me. He does need therapy, but a lot of us need therapy, including myself. There, like Things like what he did and, and how he acted can be very damaging to someone mentally and emotionally. So after something like that, even though it was short-lived, well, what, what, October to what, February? That's still three months of, you know, topsy-turvy things were great and then things weren't and when they weren't they weren't but it was enough that it would be mentally and emotionally damaging it was long enough to do that I can tell you that much that I can say but and after something like that and then it has happened numerous occasions with different people you could definitely become a damaged person so when I say seek help for your issues I'm referring to myself as well but the thing about it is, I don't try to uh, bring that forward into my relationships and be toxic to others. I'm aware of what my issues are. I'm aware that I have trust issues. And I try my hardest not to project that onto other people. And that's only right and it's only fair. So, you know, I, I try my best to be understanding of that and try my best to be... Um, different 
and I try my best not to let my things carry over where they affect somebody else in a negative way. And that's the best way that I could think of doing things and handling things is to do it that way. Therapy is important, you guys. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm not saying that to be funny or malicious or to try to get back at him for anything because that's not my that's not my goal. It's really not. So when I say you need to get help, it's because you do, and I can see it. I'm sure other people can see it, and it's affecting people negatively. I'm all for therapy. And if I was doing anything that affected anyone in a negative way, I'm going to be the first to be here and apologize. And I will say, okay, I was not aware that I caused damage, and I apologize. And I don't want to do that again to somebody, and I don't want to be that person. But when you are causing damage and you're not willing to accept the fact that you're damaging and it's everyone else's fault but yours, then, yeah, I have an issue with people that are like that. I do. I have an issue with people that are like that. And that's what I'm referring to when I was talking about him. He doesn't believe he has an issue. He doesn't realize he has an issue. And it's unchecked and it's problematic. That's problematic. Us going around with unchecked issues from damaging fam- familial relationships, from damaged familial relationships, from damaging romantic relationships, from damaging friend friendship relationships, that's an issue. And we need to seek help for that. We need to speak to someone about that. We need to talk to a professional. Because these are the things that shape our lives and these are the things that break our lives. And we have to be willing to say, hey, I was hurt. I don't trust people now. Hey, I was hurt. And I'm not over it. Hey, I was hurt and I'm angry. Whatever emotion we feel that's not healthy, we should talk about it to somebody. It shouldn't just go unchecked. Because while we think we got over stuff, we didn't. We're around here damaging other people and we're causing other people to have issues. That's a fumble on the play, like I said. You're not playing that game well and you are sucking. Okay? You are fumbling that ball all over the place. And your ass needs to be benched until you get it together. Put that ass on the bitch, have that ass riding wood because you definitely don't need to be out here in the game at all, by any means. And you got to acknowledge that. And you have to act on the knowledge that you have, not just be like, oh, I know it's things wrong with me. I know I had a rocky relationship with my mother. I know somebody else hurt me really bad in the past and I'm not over it. And keep moving. No. What are you doing about it? Are you trying to fix it? You acknowledge it, but what's your next step? I acknowledge it, but I'm still going to go about and hurt somebody else. I mean, that makes no sense. What's the point? You acknowledge it, yeah, but that was it. You're still out here damaging people. You're still out here making people hate you, despise you, loathe you. And it ain't everybody else's fault. You got to take up some ownership for it. It's yours too, buddy. 
it's yours too. And when you see a pattern that you had in the people that you're dating, you, meaning me, have to break that pattern. You have to stop going in the same loop over and over again. That's the definition of crazy when you do the same thing but expect different results. I will never date a person again that has unchecked mental issues, family issues, broken ass family, super dysfunctional family. Never again. If you got mommy issues, I am not the woman for you. And that's real. On God, as they say. I just will not. I will not do it again. I don't have daddy issues. I loved my dad. I was close to my dad. My dad raised me. My dad instilled values in me. My dad was an example of what you should do as a husband and a father and a man overall. I definitely look for that in the men that I date. And even when I know I don't have it, I still continue forward because I feel like I am, and I only date black men. And so I feel like I can boost this black man up. I can support this black man in every, every way. I can stand by this black man and I can encourage this black man. But not if he's broken. And he's got to be willing to accept that and accept me. And accept that I'm not going to be settling for less. I want you to do more. And then instead of you thanking me, and I'm not doing it for thank to be thanked. Instead of you being grateful for the type of woman I am and for me accepting you for who you are, you turn around and abuse me mentally, verbally, emotionally. That's the reward that I get for accepting you for who you are? It should never be that way. And like I said, I don't expect anything in return. I'm not saying this because I expect something. But damn. Damn. I might not expect anything, but damn. Can we do better? Can we be more appreciative of the people that are in our lives that are trying to accept us flaws and all and that work with us? Can we acknowledge those flaws and try to correct them? No, none of us will ever be flawless. That's not reality. But damn. It is not always everyone else's fault. Sometimes it's yours. And you got to own up to that and you got to accept that. And you've got to stop damaging other people. That's the most important thing is stop damaging other people because you are damaged. It's the truest thing that I've ever heard when they say hurt people hurt people. They absolutely positively do. They do. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. Subscribe. Like I said, you know, I always say share this podcast because even if it can't help you, it can help somebody else. I thank you guys for coming back. 
I thank you guys for tuning in, listening, taking the time to share or to let me share what's going on in my life. I appreciate it. I love you all and I hope you take care of yourself and each other out there. I do. That's People can talk about Jerry Springer all they want, but like I said before, he made the most one of the most profound statements when he said, take care of yourself and each other. And that's the way it should be. You guys have a good one. I'm out. Thank you.